Hello again, Mark. Hello, Jeff. A Democratic legislative majority, a blessing or a curse for Governor Ned Lamont? It is both. It will depend on the timing. It will depend on the issue. The blessing part is obvious enough. Having more people of your own party on things you agree with will make things easy. Hmm. And there's a number of things along those lines, mostly social issues, uh, minimum wage, paid family medical leave, perhaps legalization of marijuana. I'm not hmm. saying all those things are a layup, but I think there's going to be a lot of uh, agreement among Democrats on that. Hmm. But when it comes to the budget, that's a whole other matter. Now, Ned Lamont is probably going to be more fiscally conservative than elements of the Democratic caucuses of both houses. You know, there's a school of thought that he would have been better off with a perhaps a Republican Senate or at least a Senate with a tie, as we we've seen now. And, and why is that? Is that because it would give him more more of the leverage? It would give him more leverage with the progressives who probably are going to be pushing for higher income taxes that Lamont is opposed to. The other element of larger majorities is there's more diversity within those majorities. Take the Connecticut Senate, for example, for the first time in memory, or perhaps in history, there's going to be something called a Greenwich Democrat in the state Senate. So in the Democratic caucus room, what that means is you're going to have a voice that's different. Alex Bergstein, who is the state senator from Greenwich, is, uh, I think, in line with many of the Democratic progressive ideas. But fiscally, you know, she's going to be a voice of saying, look, here's the view down in Fairfield County hmm. about what is responsible What's good tax policy? So rather than having that debate with Republicans, you know, I think you're going to have some some strong arguments within the caucus, which there are Democrats in that caucus who say this is going to be a healthy thing. In, in the sense that it would flesh out some of those tough issues before you have to deal with the other party. Let, let's deal with this on our own terms before we have to involve anybody else. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a sense that if you can devise a budget that is acceptable to a state senator from Greenwich and state senators from, oh, say, New Haven and Hartford, you're going to have a pretty good budget. There's one other aspect of big majorities and how these things swing is a little piece of history. Connecticut used to have these huge swings because Connecticut, when we had old-fashioned mechanical voting machines, had something called the party lever. So you could go in and vote straight ticket mm -hmm. by just pushing one lever. You would see amazing shifts. You know, when Dwight Eisenhower was elected president in 1956, for example, Republicans won 33 seats. And then two years later, they won seven. Mm. <laughs> and you saw something uh, similar during Nixon's reelection in 1972. Huge, huge win in the House. And then after Watergate, Republicans who had had 93 seats in the House dropped to 33 seats. So what we saw in the last election, we saw the reverse of coattails. Mm -hmm. You know, President Trump certainly had a negative impact on Republicans. And we did see a sizable swing, but nothing that you would see if mechanically you still had the party lever. Well, Mark Pazniokas, thank you again for your time. Thank you, Jeff.